From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. everyone. I'm so excited to announce that if you pre-order my new book, Energy in Action Now, you're going to get access to a video called Why Over-Focusing on the Law of Attraction Doesn't Work. This is an exclusive video only for people who pre-order my book. Inside of it, I will share three reasons why over-focusing on this law doesn't work, things to think about, and hopefully get you excited to read the book. So head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com, pre-order your copy. Thank you so much for your support in advance. I can't wait for you to be part of this community. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna, and I'm pretty sure that you are going to find this episode incredibly interesting. I know I'm really excited to see what comes out of this episode. I have a special guest here. Her name is Spring Washam. Spring, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> I'm excited. I So your book came across my feed. I get a lot of books that are sent my way. And I just immediately was like, okay, I got to have her on the show. So those of you listening, Spring is the author of a new book that's actually been just released. It's called The Spirit of Harriet Tubman, Awakening from the Underground. And this is your second book, right, Spring? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I was looking over your bio. You are many things. You're the founder of a meditation center. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background before we dive in? Yeah, I do have kind of an eclectic background. Um, I'm a meditation teacher and I was trained in the Buddhist tradition for years since I was very young. I helped to found a center called East Bay Meditation Center in downtown Oakland. I also founded uh, Lotus Vine Journeys, another organization that blends Buddhist-based practices and shamanic practices. And I write and heal and, you know, we're all a mix of everything these days. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So this is fascinating. Haven't quite seen a book like yours come out. So you're you're calling this the spirit of Harriet Tubman. You're channeling Harriet Tubman? No, it's not really. um, I don't like to use that word channeling because that kind of connotes like I come on to something and then somebody says, Harriet, what what's gonna happen in two years? And then I go, Hello, I am Harriet Tubman. No, it's not that. Okay. Kind of like a, that movie this, Ghost, right? Remember Ghost? Yes, yes. No, I'm not yeah, like Whoopi Goldberg's character. I'm not channeling dead spirits. This is this book was as big a surprise to me as anyone else. And how I describe it is conversations with an ancestor. And this is kind of where the spirit world and the human world 
um, there's a connection, as we know, when people pass over. So this book um, was a conversation that I wrote down um, over a period of almost two years um, about Harriet Tubman's life and her spirit and why she is coming back through consciousness and back to support, back to lead. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's a it's a conversation. Awesome. And a story. The book is a true life story of Harriet Tubman's life. So it chronicles through 12 chapters, 12 different stories that go chronicle from when she was born and all the way till the day she died. So it's also very historically accurate and 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 very informative. So how did this happen? How do you start was it, did it start with just an interest and in learning more? How did these conversations begin? This is what's so unusual. So I, you know, I'm used to, I guess, non-ordinary things happening. I, I have been someone who has been a shamanic practitioner for years. I've led retreats in the jungle. I lived in the jungle. I'm well-versed in all of that. But this particular situation caught me by surprise. And I guess I will say Harriet started to appear um, in May of 2020, the week before George Floyd died. So right well, before. We oh, had I just got catalog. the chills. I'm sorry. To yeah, I, I did, too. I had I, I, I just got a shiver when you said that. OK, I'm sure the audience is feeling that, too. So go ahead. And I was as surprised as you were, you know, this was when the pandemic really set in and the social movements and all this violence. And it, I guess I always think of that time as something, an earthquake just hitting, you know, and um, I was lost like everybody else. All my retreats canceled. I'm in quarantine and I'm like hanging on to, you know, fear and despair and going, what are we, what am I supposed to do now? I'm lost. You know, like everybody felt we kind of thrown into this experience. Um, and then Harriet started to appear first. And I write it in the first chapter in a very, very powerful dream. Harriet was rescuing me. I was hanging on to the back of her dress. I didn't, you know, the dream was I was running and running and running and I'm, and I'm, I feel danger, you know, I'm seeing images. Um, you know, rather I went back in time or I, I don't know, you know, these things are very interesting. Um, but have you I been studying her spring before? No, no. So, I was so you're doing your thing. You're living in the jungle. You're running retreats. You're doing your shamanic thing. You're, you're, you're in your groove. And right. COVID happens. And well, it sounds like right before George Floyd, she appears in a, so the first was a dream. This is the first, yeah, the first interaction. Very, very. Yes. And I was in California. I had got stuck kind of in between. So I was back in California and, um, and I felt this powerful energy. And I was basically, I describe it in the first chapter. I'm, I'm basically running and I'm hanging on to the back of this, her dress and all I can feel is something burning my hands. And it was so real. It was so, it just it was so powerful. And then I realized, wait, I'm, I'm being chased. I'm being, someone's in front of me and it's Harriet Tubman, you know, <laughs> like what? <laughs> so I was not obsessed about Harriet Tubman. I of course watched this beautiful movie that came out in 2019 and 
Who doesn't love that story? It's like, go Harriet. Oh my God, how do you do this? You're so powerful. You're, you know, but I wasn't someone who had a huge connection beyond just this deep respect for, you know, this conductor on the Underground Railroad, you know, and, and wow, the power of that. Um, so this was as surprising to me as it is to anyone. This whole journey is still surprising. I'm still opening and awakening and learning and going, what is going on here? And, you know, so that that's the truth of that. What a privilege. I mean, that's that's what I'm feeling. I mean, you must feel like, yes. wow, like Harriet, you know, this is such a privilege that I get to I get to share your story. I get to share your your spirit. I mean, what an incredible I mean, I think that's a tribute to you for sure and your dedication. I, I mean, it takes mm -hmm. a lot to do what, you know, the kind of training and the devotion that um happens with doing the kind of work that you've been doing. Um, so, so you get, so you have this dream. <laughs> right. What happens after the dream? You just, your life is never the same again or what? what? Well, in a way, <laughs> yes. I mean, in a way it was like, then Harriet starts to be in my consciousness all the time. There are stories, I hear the name, I feel this connection, I start listening to gospel music and that even connects me more, like the songs that people were singing at that time, like old gospel songs. And then I had this idea, well, I wonder if other people are thinking about Harriet Tubman, I'll do what everyone else is doing right now, I'll put out a Zoom class on Zoom, a five-week class called the Dharma of Harriet Tubman. And when I put that class out, I just put it out to a mailing list, maybe seven or 8,000 people. The class went viral. Hundreds of tickets were sold. And I had this class and it was so powerful. I had hundreds of people from all over the world like, Harriet. I was like, wow, all these Harriet Tubman lovers out there? And I felt... I was just telling stories and, and I was trying to inspire people. It was a depressing period, the summer of 2020. It was hard. And I was just trying to be an inspiration. And unbeknownst to me, my publisher was one of those seas of faces in the class. Had no way. signed up for the class. I swear to God, had signed up for the class of Vice President Patty, if you're listening, hey, hey house. She signed up for the class, was on the on the two-hour Sunday session over the five weeks, and then called me and said, You have to, have to, have to write a book about this. And I and I was like, No way. No, are you kidding? I'm not a historian. I <laughs> no, no, this is Harriet Tubman. No, 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 no. And then the conversation with Harriet began to take on the tone of, no, you, this, this is destined. This is like a soul contract. And I, I tried to get out of it. It was a privilege, but at the beginning, I was completely overwhelmed by the idea because yeah. I'm not this historian. I'm not, I wrote a beautiful book about healing the heart and, but this is like a whole nother topic. And, and it also is about healing the heart, but so from there, the journey really started. And this all happened in a very short period of time, within weeks, you know, and and I, I and I just I finally just said yes to the task. Like, okay, if this, this must so you be ran, destined. You ran a five-week course 
Yes. Two hours every Sunday for five weeks. And it was so many people and so and, much interest. And where are you getting hard. the information? Because you said you hadn't been studying her. Are you channeling that course? I'm just curious about that. Or are you researching well, at that point? Mix. Yes. Okay. So at the point where Harriet first arrives through the dream, and then I start thinking about her all the time, I get passionately interested in her life. Because I'm like, wow, Harriet's like around me. And, and then I think of the course, well, I'll share information about her life. So I ordered all these books and biographies. At that point, I did weeks of research and I was actually doing that while the class was in session. I would be preparing Monday through Friday for the Sunday class. And, and so that information would be a mix of me just sharing stories, meditation, encouragement, inspiration, and it was just became so popular that particular class and then it led to me continuing for a five month sunday they didn't want it to end so i ended up doing the class for five months <laughs> wow through the election of 2020 through you know and after that it felt like an ending point and i said guys i can actually write this thing now <laughs> um, okay <laughs> i gotta wow. go i gotta go good for you <laughs> And and what a beautiful what a beautiful class to run during such a difficult period for so many. I'm imagining it provided just a a sense of hope, a sense of peace, a sense of connection. Uh, I can't yes. imagine. I, that sounds like a beautiful, beautiful thing that you created during that time period. So, so that's how it came to be. And then how did things yeah. change after that? I'm curious. So you end the class, you didn't start writing. I mean, you're researching, but you didn't start actually writing the book until the class was done after five months. Yeah, I think it was coming throughout. I was still trying to wrap my head around, am I the right person to write this? Because I was like, I'm a Buddhist you know, scholarly teacher who is, you know, has this organization. I take groups to the jungle. I, I, you know, I didn't feel qualified. I was like, no, no, you need to call Angela Davis. You need to call someone. <laughs> well, Harriet I, was I, quite I, religious, right? I mean, Her tell us a little bit about that. Cause what were her beliefs? As far as your well, understanding? You know, Harriet. Yeah. And I talk about that a lot in the book, you know, I think, Harriet embodied the spirit of Moses. Um, she was called Moses. So that particular story was deeply, um, she felt like Moses leading the Israelites, you know, for those of you who know, you know, the Bible story and um, about Moses and the battle and um, to free the slaves out of Egypt. So she, Harriet Tubman had a profound connection to God, I guess what you, whatever you would call God, creator, um, and talked about being in this conversation um, and being led and guided throughout her entire life. So I write about Harriet Tubman as, as beyond Christian, but definitely rooted in that. But that was the only teaching available as well. I mean, she wasn't, she never learned to read or write. So she learned these Bible stories and they were inspiring to her, you know, truth and freedom and, um, so she was inspired and, but I write about Harriet Tubman as being much bigger than that, actually somewhat of like a prophet, 
like mm -hmm. a highly awakened being who came back. That's like the true spirit. And that's what Harriet wanted me to convey that I'm more than the Harriet Tubman that was born a slave and that you all knew, yes, I'm that, but I'm so much more than that. You know, I appeared at a time to be an inspiration. Um, but now my consciousness is back. So the book of the spirit of Harriet Tubman awakening is this higher consciousness, this bigger story that she wanted to tell about who she really is. Interesting. Um, so yeah. for, for individuals, we get a lot of young folks that listen to just ask spirit. Um, and well, we get yeah. all sorts of folks. So do you want to talk a little bit about how she has been portrayed up until this your book so that people have an understanding when you say i'm more than that like what what do you want to say about what the way that we saw her and then the way the way your understanding of her now could you tease that out a little bit yeah and first of all i think the whole book in general is about inspiration mm -hmm. you know we hear the story about harriet tubman some people still don't know who that is they think oh it's yeah. just a slave woman who got hit on the head and led people <laughs> out of slavery you know and that's right. all they know right and exactly like, yes, it's we, like we the, all what's in the diction <laughs> right we're all it's like what's yeah, in the, right if you if you google her right that's what yeah you'll just get, of you'll what get you're going yeah you'll get the image and Certainly, I mean, that's incredibly courageous and was severely abused, correct? Yeah, as most people born into slavery were. You yeah. know, she was. Yeah. Um, so the story of Harriet is, you know, she's born on the slave plantation in Maryland and runs away, then becomes um, a conductor on the Underground Railroad, which was a secret society um, of people, a, a series of stops and depots leading people out of, you know, who were running away, getting them through to the North, Philadelphia or New York or Canada. Um, but her spirit is more than that. It's like there's this great being who um, had this vision and had this connection to a higher power. I think that really comes through um, that Harry would journey, you know, in these spiritual realms and then come back and know what to do. And also the thing that a lot of people don't know about Harriet Tubman was that, you know, she was in the military and died actually in a military cemetery in Auburn, New York with full honors. Harriet signed up and was a fighter in the Union Army and was the first woman ever to lead military raids. Harriet Tubman led her own strategic military raids. Um, so people often, a lot, we only know this one period of her life. So she served her country for three years, was a spy, instrumental in helping to win the war. And also went on to be, was best friends with Susan B. Anthony and led the women's movement for voter rights and saw that women would be able to vote. Before her death, she was like, oh, we will get that, that right. So I think overall it's, people don't think of Harriet as a great spiritual teacher. And this book is like her consciousness. This is her heart. This is like, this is what was coming through from this spirit. Like I'm more than just what I appeared in 1925. I'm more than the woman, but now I can share that. I can expand because now we can get it. We can understand more, right? We're more awake. We understand spirit more. We understand ourselves more. So, and now that you have completed the book and the book is out there in the world, 
do you feel that you were the right choice to write this book? Did that shift for I you? Do. Yeah, I think over the course of the the writing period, I was, you know, I write the the book from three perspectives. One is I'm I'm the scribe, right? I'm writing down all these things. The second how I write the book is from the perspective of I am a passenger on the spirit underground with Harriet. I am being conducted through this, this 12 chapters, like a long train ride, and I'm being affected and changed. And, and so much of the messages, we are so much more than we know. Like Harriet kept being like, you are the right one. You are so much more than you know, but that's hard, right? Because we, we don't perceive ourselves all the time as powerful, even though we might be doing powerful things in the world or things that are meaningful. But I feel now that it was like a soul contract. I, I did this. It was like this task. I did it. There was, and now I'm, 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 I'm sharing the information, sharing her consciousness and her spirit because to all the young people or anybody listening, Harriet Tubman is your ancestor too. She's a great American ancestor. She's not just my ancestor because I'm of African American ancestry. Harriet Tubman's spirit is beyond that. She's in consciousness. It's a movement of liberation and freedom and and fearlessness. I, I, I don't even understand that the fearlessness. She was connected to a higher power. What else can make you that fearless? You know, you, she must have seen the future, you know, in order to did, act the way she did. Yeah. What did I'm curious, Spring, what did you learn about fearlessness and liberation? Because we we still are in a time where people are feeling like they're trying to protect or fight for their rights and their personal mm -hmm. freedoms and and the, very much going through that now and what do you what did you learn from her in this experience in terms of your viewpoint of liberation and freedom well i think from her i learned a lot like there's physical bondage but now we're in the time of mental. The battleground is the mind now, right? And it's about uprooting greed and hatred and delusion, right? It's like in Harriet's time, it was physical bondage. It was actually getting liberated, being out of actual chains. You know, that's, that's powerful. But now, you know, what I'm learning about is how much more is this the prison of our mind? Like, will we be prisoned in the same old chains on either side, oppressed or oppressor? Like, will we all wake up to who we are? And I think this is Harriet's message now. It's like, she always says, spring, the Underground Railroad is now in consciousness. Mm. <laughs> it's the same, but now there's a, there's a path of liberation through the mind. You must help people see that now. This is, and there's conductors there and there's station agents, but it's through consciousness, runs on light and air and wind. And um, this is where freedom, the battle for freedom is, is, is in our mind. We can set ourselves free. So in some ways, Spring, do you feel she's still, she's still on her mission? Oh yeah, the, even at the end of the book, Harriet's like, I'm still a conductor on the underground. Like I'm not there in the physical sense. I'm here on the mental level, connect to my spirit, connect to my consciousness. And that's really what my task was 
I think to put forth this book because the book wasn't about me. It was my own journey, but it was about Harriet's mind and Harriet wanting to connect to people. Harriet being like, I'm still here and I want to support you and help you and help you define this. You know, we need a really, you know, it's a time of standing up right now. Things might get really intense at this year. Ooh, we don't really know what's coming. And a lot of people feel powerless. They feel disheartened. They feel there's mental health pandemic and there's emotional suffering. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like Harriet's life and legacy and heart, it gives like a transmission for those who open to it. There's a transmissive quality. And I think it's the same transmission that she gave when she was alive to people who were in bondage. You know, she inspired so many to leave and get free. She didn't actually have to lead them. Her her name did it after a while. Yes, yeah, she conducted people to freedom, but just the reputation, you know? And so I think somewhere we're, we're like that now, like our ancestor, Harriet's like, I'm back for this. I'm back. If we have another civil war, I'm here. I'm a general. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, wow. in, in the heart, leading and helping. Beautiful. We need to take a quick break, Spring. And if you're just joining us on Just As Spirit, I'm speaking with Spring Washam. Spring is the author of the book called The Spirit of Harriet Tubman, Awakening from the Underground. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back from the break, Spring, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that freeing of the mind, what exactly that means and looks like for folks. We'll be right back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from emotional detox now, the four gifts of anxiety, to mantras made easy, and the conscious parenting guide to childhood anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. 
It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SharianaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Spring Washam, who is the author of The Spirit of Harriet Tubman, Awakening from the Underground. And so before the break, Spring, um, before, you know, I, I want you to answer that question, but I, I'm curious also how this has impacted you personally, your your life. I mean, you, this has been your life's work. So you already were familiar mm-hmm. with tools that help free the mind, right? Because I mean, you've right, been practicing Buddhist Buddhism mm-hmm. right? And, for so, yeah. uh, right? So this has been your life's work. And it would make sense to me why you would be one to deliver this because you've you've been so rehearsed in this. You spoke about her consciousness that you believe this is a time where it's about freeing the mind. This is her message now and that she's still very much there for us. And tell us more about what that looks like. Well, you know, I think... As a Buddhist teacher, I as a even when I was growing up, you know, I wrote this in my first book, A Fierce Heart, about I'm trying to understand why it's so hard to be alive. Why is there so much suffering? You know, and just started with my own family and watching my other addictions and tormented and my mother and trauma and all the people around. So I think I grew up with this very deep longing to understand why is it like this? Why are people so sad? Why are they so violent? Why is there, you know, so this got me on a path at an early age to trying to understand. And I think I always knew this has something to do with our minds. It's our thoughts. I remember that was like a revolutionary thought, you know, when I was 18, like it's our thinking. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> now getting we're getting somewhere or something. <laughs> well, yeah. But that's a big step for a lot of people because yes. they're still interested in looking outside. No, it's you people over here. I mean, how it sounds crazy that people would actually believe that their suffering is about, oh, these people moved to my neighborhood or this is going on. Like, come on, this is our minds, you know, and the stories that we tell um, are heaven and hell in any moment. We could be in a prison of hatred just by our own thoughts, or we could be feeling interconnected and, uh, and love and compassion and present with ourselves. It's our choice now. We're at the time where we choose. We choose what path we want to follow. We choose how we want to live our life. We have this ability. And I think that that's why Harriet Tubman is so inspiring. And she's like, what do you want to choose now? You can choose hatred. You can, you can choose to stay in a mental prison. And we all know that suffering, waking up all day, hating, being a troll, you know, they're not happy. That's misery. That's total misery. Um, or we can choose to practice the path of liberation, um, which is about becoming present, about opening our heart, and ultimately about being a compassionate 
altruistic being in the world. Let's help put out the fire. Let's stop starting them, everybody. You know, and this is kind of Harriet's um, legacy is this legacy of compassion. Not only do I want to be free, that then I'm going to go back and I'm going to help others, even at the risk of my life. I'm going to help. I'm going to help. We're, it's about being a helper spirit, mm. create good in this world. And let's recognize the path to goodness and not be confused and plant seeds of hell when we want to be in heaven, you know, because we don't know. Like, let's wake up and know what leads to happiness now for ourselves, for our children, for the future. Um, and this is uh, what I mean by freedom and wisdom. It's about becoming wise. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think that they should, uh, you, you should pay a visit to the, the Congress and the Senate, and we should put you on the floor. Well, I don't <laughs> and give know your little hear give, give your yeah. little <laughs> give and give the channelings because the you know the divisiveness you know the the Absolutely. again that the you like what you were just speaking to that's what came up in my mind when you said this it's all in your mind and then but yet we because of you this is the way things are back and forth. And I agree with you. It's just, it's when are we going to come to a time where we just not do that anymore? Right. And come together. I mean, isn't that the whole point, right? <laughs> that we come together yeah. and have that compassion for each other, really listen to each other and honor each other. No more beating each other up or blaming and all that stuff. Um, I think you, I know that you're humble, but I do think you'd be your your message would be beautiful in a space like that. And and I think well-received. Um, I think people are looking for it, you know, in terms of, and do you see, or did Harriet's consciousness as you tapped into it, what about forgiveness? Did that come up in your two-year conversations? Well, I think that the forgiveness is at the root of everything on a real spiritual path, whether you're a Christian or you're Muslim or you're Hindu um, or you're Buddhist, all of these at the foundation, um, in order to let go of anything, we have to forgive it. You know, to let go of trauma, the first thing we have to do is go into forgiveness or to develop compassion for other people. So I think it's through Harriet, but actually through... Um, Martin Luther King, whose birthday was yesterday, yay, or Monday, um, <laughs> through the civil rights movement, through the legacy of history, we can learn forgiveness. So we have all these great leaders, you know, who were oppressed and then forgave, <laughs> you know, so we have models of this and Harriet is right in there, you know, like, you know, forgiving isn't about letting go of what the person did and not, it's not about absolving them it's about freeing ourselves yeah. from the hatred and like you know when we're not forgiving people they got us you know they got us in a lock we're in the jail and they got a hand still even if we're out of whatever situation we're in um we're still there you know our yeah. consciousness is still there we're still running so, the cycles we'll start we're still part yeah. of the paradigm we're still part of the pattern right yeah, yeah, I can I couldn't agree more. Do you have any suggestions for people in all of everything that you've learned and all that you've done even beyond your work with Harriet in terms of forgiveness cuz a lot of people still don't know how to do to do that spring. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely not modeled in political leaders and and, and the outer. So I think for a lot of people, this work is, I, I don't, I want people to think about their, their lives. Start with you. <laughs> like you must do your own liberation work. No one's going to get you there. No one's going to carry you across the finish line. You have to be willing to like get up. And it's sometimes it's a dog fight, you know, to choose to control the mind in a way that's like, no, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to practice. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to work with my mind. We have to be willing to put some work in to healing our minds and our hearts. It doesn't just happen. You know, that's what I love about the Buddhist path is it's practice over and over, ring the bell, come back. It's like practice, practice, practice. You have to practice forgiveness. Yeah. You have to incline the mind, you know? Right now, everybody's inclining the mind toward violence, right? And right now we're, we're bringing it back. We're inclining the mind toward a higher consciousness. And that that's kind of what this book is about. It's like, can we in, incline ourselves? But I would tell each listener here to work with yourself, develop a mindfulness practice, become aware of your thoughts and your emotions, learn how to be with them, learn how to feel them. You're not going to, there's no use us going out in the society and pointing fingers and going, you, all of you open your hearts. And then we're not, you know, right. it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the work has to begin with ourselves. Absolutely. And, and I find that a lot of people think of it this way, that they do the work and then they forgive. And for me, for me personally, when I wrote Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox is a lot about forgiveness. I, I chose forgiveness first and then I mm -hmm. did, I just made the decision. And, and here's why, because, well, one, I believe what you believe that when we don't, we are like a prisoner, right? It hurts us more than anybody else. And it I find it just goes against what's natural. So if you choose to hold mm -hmm. on to a state of non-forgiveness, then you also have to hold on to bitterness and resentment and anger. And it's the most, I feel it's the most unnatural state to, to be in. It goes against the heart. <laughs> right? You have to shut down absolutely. your heart yep, to be absolutely. able to hold that state. And that is, that is self-destruction over time. So that, yes. that's just my two. So I, I'm a huge fan of forgiveness and that's just what I've learned that I just did it first. Okay. I'm going to forgive and now I'm going to do the work. <laughs> and I know that might not be for everybody. But I, I do no, appreciate that's great. Yeah, because you must have felt the weight of it, the weight of the heart that won't let go because, you know, freedom is about letting go. Freedom is like taking off the shackles. It's taking off the change. It's taking off the oppression. It's about, and that's what we're talking about, consciousness. No, you're right in there. It's like, I need to free myself from this. And I start with forgiveness, even if I don't know how to do it, that's okay. Even to have the intention, as you know, is powerful. The universe is like, hallelujah. Okay, now we can start, <laughs> right? We can start the healing process yes. there. Yes. And Harriet is an example of that. I mean, the, you know, died a slave, I mean, born a slave, died a free woman on her own land and had to forgive over and over and over people that didn't see her humanity. 
to see and to her love power. so much, to love so much to come through you as really, I know you, I know you're not a fan of the word channel, but to come through you to share these messages is really a, an act of love. I always felt whenever Harriet Tubman was around me, this love that was so powerful. I mean, it would fry my circuits. It still does. I still have to, it's like standing in front of a 747, you know, of love, of compassion. Oh yeah, it's palpable. You know, anybody who has an open heart um, and and is moving in the world with compassion is extraordinarily powerful. Even if they don't recognize it yet, they're making huge, um, they're affecting consciousness. They're, they're, they're affecting other beings by just their own walk with love and compassion. Um, and it's a practice, everybody. It's a, it is a Forgiveness it is a practice. Is a practice. <laughs> it is. It is. And patience. And it doesn't have to look like anything. I mean, it can be a it can be a hot mess. <laughs> and be in a state of forgiveness. Exactly. We, are a hot mess. <laughs> we are a hot mess. <laughs> what is your relationship like with Harriet today? Are you still dreaming about it? Do you feel the energy quite a bit? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, I feel the energy all the time now. It's kind of like it's a it's like I'm used to it. I'm more acclimatized or you know, it's kind of like you know those scuba divers, they go down at different depths and they have to stop every 10 feet and they have to they have to adjust to the yeah, lower it's like level like the altitude, altitude if you yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I have acclimatized to this kind of presence around in moments. And so when I'm talking to you, I feel it. When I'm looking at the book, I feel it. When I'm writing something. And I'm just trusting that I'll be um, a keeper of this channel, of uh, this this insight, this these words, this whatever it is that Harriet wants to say. I, I, I hope to be an agent of that, a, a channel of that. And others are as well. You know, we all have these connections to spirit world and ancestors and we're all moving in that. But yeah, I feel it around and I feel like my journey is just beginning. I had this delusion thinking I'm done. And it's like, yeah, the oh, book's wait, done. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, and it was like, wait, I think this whole thing is starting. And that might I have think been so like too. Preparation. Yeah, I think so, too. That's what I feel, too. Yeah, I think you're going to do great things. I really do. I feel uh, oh, a lot of positive you. energy around you. I think you're going to do really great. That I think you are just getting started. And I'm really happy that you chose to write this book. Uh, well, actually, maybe you didn't have a choice. <laughs> she was going to knock on your door until, right? <laughs> I think so. Until I come in I your dreams. <laughs> Yeah, I Until surrendered. I surrender. Okay, Harriet, I will write the book. Oh, that wonderful. So thank you so much, Spring, for, and those of uh, individuals that want to get to know you more, because it sounds like you do a lot of great stuff. You're at springwashamwashamcom Is that correct? Yeah, they can find everything on my website. Awesome. So check her out at that website. And again, the book is called The Spirit of Harriet Tubman, Awakening from the Underground. Thank you so much, Spring. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to come right back after the break, everyone. We take another quick break and I'll be back to wrap up the show with a quick message from Spirit. Take care. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. So this show, this is being sponsored by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. The Just Ask Spirit Marketplace, which can be found at sherryannaboyle.com, is a collection of authors. Many of these authors have been on the show. In fact, all of them I've interviewed on the show before. I actually love their books. You're also going to find my books at the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. Again, sherryannaboyle.com, as well as some products there in the store. One of the products uh, that I love is the the it's it's spelled o s e a um this is a company maybe familiar you see their products in in ulta but one product that i particularly love from this company is vegas nerve oil so if you're familiar with my work on emotional detox and now my latest book is called energy in action either both books i talk about the importance of making sure you tone your vagus nerve every single day i love their vagus nerve oil and i asked them to be part of the marketplace and they said yes not only did they say yes they gave a discount code so when you go to the just ask spirit marketplace you're going to see codes that you can put in you actually check out on their sites not mine i am not doing any of that kind of stuff but you take the code over to their site and check out and you get a discount. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows that that there's always going to be new things added in that market all the time. So keep checking and see what see what's going on over there. So in terms of the spirit, that was amazing by the way. I'm still I'm still kind of adjusting 
to the energy. The energy was so high during that conversation. It was fantastic. And I just kind of sat for a moment during the commercial break and really kind of tuned in. What is it that I want to bring forth through spirit, connecting to consciousness, higher consciousness, connecting to spirit. And I was really drawn to share something from my latest book, Energy and Action. I think perhaps because I was just, we were just talking about Buddhism. And I was drawn, I opened up to this page. It's page 54 in Energy and Action. And it talks about attachment. This is something that is discussed in Buddhism all the time. In fact, the in the, the actually reading from my own book now, page 54, according to the Buddhist Four Noble Truths, attachment explained as desire, clinging, or grasping, all of which are are the root of suffering. Attachment comes from the part of us that so desperately wants to be seen, heard, and ultimately loved, yet our yearning for love can, without awareness, develop into unhealthy behaviors such as paranoia or unworthiness and obsession. So, I thought I would read that to you. That's just a small piece out of energy in action, because I think sometimes that is what we see happening in the world. We see attachment and attachment can bring out the ugly, the ugly and the nasty in us all, right? The, the anger and the jealousy and the paranoia and the obsession and the, all of that. So, just wanted to you know know that's what sort of came through spiritually for me to remind us all of what attachment is and how important it is to practice states of detachment and that's something that i write about in energy and action in fact i write about the spiritual law i spread about 13 spiritual laws and the spiritual law of detachment is in there as well as supportive can cleanses, supportive practices, just like Spring was just saying, to help us learn how to do that on a daily basis. And it really is, she's absolutely right. It is a daily practice if you're choosing to connect to that states of detachment. And you will open up, you will start to open up to consciousness levels that allow you to really receive the beautiful and incredible support that is out there for each and every one of us. And it comes in all different forms. It comes in all different variations. It's not about one's better than the other. It's more about really tuning in, noticing, and allowing yourself to receive it. And this, my friends, is the new way of manifesting. This is what I talk about in energy in action. It works, um, and it works off the energy of detachment. Thank you so much for listening to Just Ask Spirit. Don't forget to check out the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. Also, follow me on Instagram, Sharianna Dot. Got a dot there, Boyle. Or Facebook, Sharianna Boyle. And uh, head over to my website. I've got some free goods there so we can stay connected. And also you can find out when my next Energy in Action course is running because it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And remember, when your energy is in action, life flows. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. 
Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.